Well, hello and welcome. Thanks for joining me. This is Ross Jones, your business coach with my weekly podcast show, Bold Business Bits, coming to you from Yorkshire. This is where I have a great conversation with a phenomenal female business boss. We share some of the bold stuff they do, lessons they've learned, adversities they've overcome and the fun they have. And then I'll be dipping into my toolkit and sharing a top tip. Business can be lonely, so make sure you join us each week and be part of our show. Well, hello and welcome to episode 27 of my Bold Business Bits podcast show. This is Ross Jones and today I'm joined by Valerie Lazenby of Lazenby's on York Place in Scarborough. I loved speaking with Valerie about her journey of setting up a cosmopolitan bistro on the North Yorkshire coast. Valerie and Simon's Bistro is such a special place in Scarborough where you can go for a nice relaxing moment enjoy fast service, not fast food, eating the most delicious food from Europe and America with the most friendly service. We talked about celebrating the beauty of Scarborough, finding some time to breathe, the importance of having a moment to yourself, Shakespeare, how competition is beautiful for everyone, and how adversity is tough but makes you stronger. Listen on and hear our show. How are you, Valerie? Hello, I'm all right. Thank you very much. Excellent. So, Valerie, tell us about your business. So, Lazen Biz Bistro? Lazen Biz on York Place. And it's a bistro. We uh, opened uh, six years and a half. And uh, we're just uh, providing a lot of lunch, dinner and brunch and different moments for in a relaxed atmosphere for everybody that wants to travel without a passport. Oh, excellent. I like that. Yeah, it's delicious food here. Highly recommend it. How did you get to be here then, Barry? Because you are very clearly from France. Yes, I am French, as you can probably guess with the, uh, with the accents and some expression that sometimes will appear very uh, French. We moved here actually seven years ago. It was uh, at the end of the, at the summer for our uh, two young girls uh, starting school. My husband, uh, the chef, is local, is from Scarborough, and he was born here, brought up here, and he left when he was 18 to go to America first oh. for a work experience, and then decided that from there he wanted to go to another continent, and he went to France. Was not too good in the language, learned completely on the floor and with work and colleagues. That's where we met. So after so many years of being married, I thought that it was uh, necessary for our family to probably have a, an English experience, not with just an English speaking at home, and to live in this country and his hometown arrive as an opportunity to open the restaurant. Interesting. So was Simon always a chef? No, Simon is a hospitality catering, so he was trained for both. He was on the management side for a lot of years, 25 years in France, and was normally more in control and contact of a lot of chefs. So he has always worked with them, uh, but he's been he's trained on both management and, and, and kitchen as well. So he decided that instead of working with 600 staff, he was going to just try to work in a small little team and be, and be the chef himself. That's fabulous. And why a restaurant in Scarborough? So what made you, I know this is where Simon's originally from Scarborough, but what created Lazenbiz? Because it is unique 
in, you say you're unique outside on your signs, but you definitely are unique. So how did that come about? What was, yeah, tell me, what was the need that you thought you were fulfilling when you set up this business? As a bilingual couple and bicultural couple, we used to always come and visit the, the, the family. And when we were coming to Scarborough, we could see what was happening and we could see when a lot of English people were coming to us, either family or through our uh, uh, career before, what English people were looking for. So we thought if we were to open a restaurant, what we like, our passion, we could bring it to Scarborough and offer it in a town where food is very important. But people go away from Scarborough to go to East, they go to Whitby, they go to Beverly, they go to York, or even Harrogate further sometimes. And we thought that it's, it's a pity normally in France, you have the local Bistro de Quartier. So you know you're going to get guaranteed food, quality food. You can have a big event there or you can have just your little dish and then go home. So we thought we could bring that quartier moment that is not really translated by local, but uh, it means more family uh, events. You know, you know your customers, you know your locals, and you're happy to see them, and you're just going to have a chat with them. Can't have a drink with everybody because that would be dangerous <laughs> for health. <laughs> but uh, but it's a little bit that idea. So we thought we could bring that experience, and because of what we've been, where we've been living, our experience, we thought it could be interesting to bring that to Scarborough. So that's why I said uh, you don't need a passport, you don't need to go to Spain, you don't need to go to France or even sometime America. We can bring a, a crab cake uh, that is the uh, recipe from America or the New York cheesecake that is a, a recipe from America. So we, we bring those flavors uh, to you in a very relaxed service. So it's not a cafe, it's not a restaurant, it's not a pub, it's a bistro. And bistro, for the little knowledge, means quick in um, Russian. So that's why our service is a fast service, not a fast food. Ah, excellent. Lovely. That's, that's fascinating. So, and how's it been? How, how have Scarborough people and businesses and visitors received you? A very interesting combination. We are probably more known by people that are not from Scarborough. So they are definitely looking for that town centre atmosphere restaurant that exists in a lot of other towns, but not uh, in Scarborough. But we have a lot of really good connection with other restaurateurs, cafe owners, or people that will, that I've built uh, businesses in Scarborough for so long because we absolutely love competition. It's absolutely beautiful for everybody. Yeah. And we also need uh, some time to go and eat uh, yes. and rest and relax somewhere else. So we, we really like that. For Scarborough, I think sometimes we're a little bit not known yet mm -hmm. or they are a little bit scared of us. Yeah. In Scarborough, you need to be seen. So we have a few steps. So people don't know what's the atmosphere inside. So they're a bit stressed when they come in. We have some people that are a bit worried to come to ours because we don't do scones or we don't do the <laughs> soup of the day. Uh, so for all those reasons, sometimes we can see that people are scared about us because they are scared of my French influence. Am I a bit too, are we, sorry, a little bit too... Uh, 
to uh, French restaurants with a, with a, with a cloth on the table and mm. the service. So they're a little bit too scared because Scarborough is really a cafe culture. Yeah. So it's more lunchtime. And if it's the evening, it has to be an early table. But we have a, a fabulous connection with, with our customers. And that has been exactly what we were looking for. The challenge was to bring something new. A lot of customers at the beginning, I said to my husband, somebody's giving our business card in um, Rotherham. Ro- yeah, yeah, Rotherham. Because uh, everybody was saying, oh, we're from there. I said, there's somebody that knows us. But I didn't realize, even if after coming to Scarborough so often, that Scarborough is the first destination on the seaside. Yeah. So we have a lot of customers coming from okay, who come for the day or the weekend? From the day, okay. and then they just want something different. Yeah, and then we have a lot of visitors, a lot of visitors that found us, and they're just happy to have found something they are connected with. It can be the Netherlands, it can be Spain, it can be uh, Italian, German, Americans, Canadian. We have people coming from everywhere. Wow, this. Cosmopolitan. Exactly. And, and and we thought it was going to be more for Scarborough, yeah. but we just realised that it has, it has opened uh, a lot. And then we have a lot of uh, really very regulars uh, come to us, I would say, probably every week. Yeah. Because they come here to be fed, like we said, but to have a chat as well. Yeah. We like to have single person as well. We have a, a few men or ladies that sometimes want to have their moment to themselves and then just sit down at a table. And in the restaurants, being able to have people sitting down on their own uh, means a lot. It means that yeah. they like the atmosphere and they relax. Yeah. They can be here with a book or they can be here just listening to all the conversation and sometimes make connection and meet other people and then become friends yeah. as well uh, through our restaurants. Yeah, that's brilliant. And I can see, I, I haven't been here that, that often, but I can already see that happening. Uh, I know friends who've, who've come here, they come here all the time just because it's a lovely place to come to. And that's the thing, isn't it? It's about people go somewhere where they know exactly what they're going to get. So you're fulfilling that for them. It's brilliant. Yeah, consistency and, 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 and simplicity because yeah. this is what life is about. Mm. You you want to achieve something simple. You need you need you want to eat, but you want something simple. You don't want something complicated. There's a moment for that. A nice relaxing moment. Yeah. So what do you do, Valerie, for nice relaxing moments? We talked a bit about your culture days. Tell me more about your culture days. I love the idea of that. So what what happens? So I try to I try, I try to escape normally as a family, sometimes as a couple. And now our teenagers are growing slowly, so we can't escape without them. But I, as a business owner, working with my husband. I sometimes like to escape on my own. <laughs> so a cultural moment could be a, a nice exhibition in York. So that's what I did yesterday. I'm going to, uh, to enjoy a nice, uh, a nice experience of Van Gogh because I am a, f- a fan of his, uh, of his painting and of his life. And he was so relaxing because you were sat on a relaxing chair Mm-hmm. And um, and you could leave the exhibition going through you instead of walking around. Oh, so yeah. I thought the concept was very relaxing, very interesting. I always find a lot of time to eat as well because this is my cultural moment. Food uh, is a, is a very interesting moment. It makes you uh, travel, so you learn about geography or yeah. or the world, and then uh, about food as well and products. Then I went because I still want to learn far more that I already know 
in the English culture. So uh, yeah. I went to uh, a show in York to see Shakespeare. It was The Tempest. I won't uh, be saying that I understood every line <laughs> and I probably will have to uh, read uh, a few uh, subjects about it again just mm -hmm. to make sure I understood everything. But it was very important for me because my kids have learned it at school and I felt I had to understand as much as I want them to understand our French culture yeah. and a French writer. I, I wanted to understand a bit more Shakespeare. So yeah, try to try to escape. Most of the time is on now uh, closing day, so Sunday, Monday. Because we work hard in the business, we don't mind doing a lot in the weekend because it's it's like catching up with time. Yeah. So on the Monday, I went to York to enjoy that bank holiday, which normally we are either open or too tired to do anything. But this time I wanted to see family social life in, uh, in Whitby. So we went to walk around. And of course, I drove on the seafronts because you can't be living in Scarborough and yeah. not see the sea. Absolutely. So I often drive or walk on the seafronts because the harbour is there. Both Bay are beautiful. The yeah. castle is fabulous. And we have to go and see these uh, beauties and gems of Scarborough and never forget them. Yeah, absolutely. That's It can be easy, can't it, when, when you actually live and work somewhere to forget about the, the beauty of the town itself. I am a holder of heritage cards to visit the castle. Oh, right, yes. English uh, heritage. English heritage, yeah. sorry, yes. And I just love to go to see the castle. And, and just uh, this walk is just beautiful. And, yeah. and I'll go to Oliver's Mount. Yeah. We've been living here uh, nearly seven years, but there's always a moment during the week that I'll, I'll go and, and, and see the town. Because, yeah. it, 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 one, it is relaxing mm -hmm. to find some time to breathe. Yeah. But it is really nice to uh, to see that beautiful town. Yeah, it certainly is. So, Valerie, one of the questions that I often ask my phenomenal female business bosses is about adversities, because adversities happen all, all the time, unless you live a very protected life. So can you tell us about a particular time of adversity in your life that you've overcome and had a positive outcome? I think there's the moment you're leaving, the adversity is difficult. But just if you look... A little bit further, you'll forget it very quickly. And even if it will still be new, and even there's a lot of things that can be damaging or difficult in life, I've always wanted to push it a little bit forward. Once you've made the status of the problem or the adversity is here, again, as I was saying before, you just have to breathe and you breathe and you look forward. And very soon you can remember that it's a bit behind you. And it was just a small mountain after all, and that you've learned so much about it. And that has built you. So yes, it is painful and probably difficult. And a little tear can come in the eyes when you think about it or when you, when you remember it. But you know that you've managed to climb. And I think that every difficulty should build someone I've learned that expression actually in England, even if I've always done it myself. But it can only be better, or it 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 it, it, it will it will it will be better. It will. Yeah. And I thought I always thought I, that's what I do. But I always thought that when I was living the moment, it was a little bit difficult at the moment. How can it be better? <laughs> yeah. But it is true, yeah. and that's something you you often say in English uh, that it's a. Uh, 
Yeah, it will be better soon. It will be and better it is soon. always a better soon. But it builds you. And adversity should be used as, as a motor, as an engine, as a, as a petrol for your car. It should be what wants to make you stronger or makes it worth work better. Yeah, I love that. Um, it's the fuel. It's the fuel. Yeah. It will... It will it will make you go further because if you didn't manage the first time, you will the second time. Not the same because you can't make this mistake again, but you can you can learn from it. Yeah. You can definitely learn from it or maybe decide not to do it again, but you yes. can learn from it. So adversity is painful on the moment, but I really think that it's building you and constru- constructing you and and and. and Pushing it. Yeah, and I love that. And a lot of people, I feel, people I know, people I've worked with, and and just a, an instinct I have, a lot of people don't want to try something new because of the fear of adversity. But maybe that's what keeps them keeps them back, keeps them small. Maybe it 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 is it is scary to think oh, I can't do that again because it is going to be painful. I've been lucky in probably in my life with my parents' education, with my path, and then with my prior work. But I've always believed in the constant amelioration. So whatever you're doing will improve and you can only improve. So yes, it will be painful. Yes, it will be difficult. And some moments are difficult. Things are difficult at home at the moment. But I know that we'll find we'll find time to to solve it. We'll find time because things is about the moment. So why you've tried to set up, why you've tried to build, might not be working at the moment. Yeah. But you're not wrong. What you've tried is not you are wrong. It might be not the right idea, not the full idea, but not, it might not be the right moment. Yes. So maybe you need more time. Maybe you need more people, and that's in business in general I think mm-hmm. maybe you were not lucky a lot of restaurants I was in York yesterday uh, the day before and I saw this uh, blue bicycle in uh, York yes. that was flooded, famous flooded they tried everything to reopen and now it is written they're looking for a new owner because they can't uh, reopen right. and that is something that's going to be even talking to you about it gives me uh, shivers it is painful because I know how hard they've been working because we've set up a business and I know how they believed it was going to be okay, how they run after the, and I don't know them, I don't know them, but uh, how they've been uh, running after uh, insurance and everything to have to give up in, to their customers as well to say we won't be able to do it. And that's the same for every work, every passion. And they unfortunately had something else. Yeah. But I'm sure that they will find a new path and then, then you'll find something because it, it, they they are strong and they've lived something wrong, yeah. strong, that will build them in something good yeah. and, 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 and better. Well, thank you for that. So, Valerie, one of the, another question I ask my phenomenal female business bosses is for your advice. So if I'm sitting here, I'm just thinking about setting up a, a business or maybe a, maybe a restaurant or, or just or any business, what would... The one piece of advice be from you, please. First thing would be to sit down, breathe, <laughs> then really believe in you. You're the only person that can do it. 
you're the only person that can do it. You're going to have a lot of doubts. You're going to cry. You're going to lose it. You're going to need to escape. I once walked out of the restaurant, went down a few, few uh, to the traffic light, breathing, and I thought, what am I doing? I've got to go back. But sometimes it's going to be very difficult. You've got to pay the bill. You've got to be 100%. It's a very, very demanding but it is re rewarding, as I said, having a, a customers on his own, being sat in our restaurant, people coming to ask us how I am. Oh, you've lost weight. Oh, you, um, mm -hmm. you seem good today. This is so positive, so giving us so much dynamic that even on days where it is difficult, I, I had to open the restaurant one day and I've just discovered my, my best friend died. But the second after, there's somebody that comes in a restaurant because we had to do a picture. So they arrive full of happiness and they're just ready for the picture. And it's their moment. I can't, we can't let down. So you've got to be ready when you have a business to be a hundred persons. You have to be ready to be there for everybody. And that's why sometimes it's brilliant because you forget about you little worries and you're thinking, I can I can stop being worried. I can push up on a little bit. And the, but they have to be strong. If that person wants to open a business, they have to be strong. They have to believe in them. Even if they lose confidence in them, there's always people around that will give trust. It's normal to say, I'm finding difficult. It's even possible to say, I can't do it anymore. It is normal to say it. There will always be someone in your surrounding, professional or just family or friends. And even, because that has happened to me, just uh, a word from a customer you've never seen that will just say the encouraging little something saying, oh, this is a fabulous bistro. I love the atmosphere. I don't know uh, how you do it, but your staff is so well-trained and the food was amazing. We'll definitely be back. So after a very difficult moment where you're thinking, how am I going to challenge my bills? How am I going to find time to go to my kids' event for school? How am I going to find time to get changed and go to that party? How uh, you find it because that little sentence brought you um, the, the good dynamic you're looking for. And that's hospitality. It is a difficult job, but it's so rewarding. So much, Valerie. Thanks for taking part in my podcast show. Thank you. In our conversation, Valerie and I talked about the use of adversity to move forward. Valerie said that adversity should be used as petrol for your car. It makes you go further, makes you go faster. You can learn from it. Although it's painful in the moment, it's what's building you to grow. And I think that too many of us stay trapped in the comfort zone. The comfort zone is where it feels safe and you're in control but quite frankly, it's boring. You're never going to achieve more than what you're achieving now because you're comfortable. It's like an old baggy pair of slippers. They're comfortable, but they're no good to anybody and they're not nice to look at. So to get out of the comfort zone and to move towards the growth zone, there's two other zones we need to move through. One is the fear zone. The fear zone is so fearful that that's what keeps us in the comfort zone. We are all creatures of habit after all. We prefer to be safe Fear stands for false expectations appearing real. To move out of our comfort zone into the fear zone takes a tremendous amount of energy. 
we lack self-confidence. We are scared of what people might think about us, what they might say about us, what we're af- afraid of their opinions. And we find excuses to stay behind. But have courage. Take that step forward to go- move out of your comfort zone and into the fear zone. Think of, think of fear as something that's actually keeping you safe and, in the, and trapped in the comfort zone. False expectations appearing real, fear, means that something might be scary, something might go wrong, you might fail, but actually it might be fine. You might get fantastic results. And actually by making mistakes, that's how we grow. So take that step forward into the fear zone. Make yourself stronger. And to move forward from fear into growth, we just have to learn new skills. The thing that's holding us back is that we're afraid we can't do what we want to do. We're afraid that we don't have the skills. We don't have the belief in ourselves. So the magic zone is the learning zone. To get to the growth zone, we need to move out of fear into learning. We need to learn new things. We need to acquire new skills. We need to extend our comfort zone, deal with challenges and problems. And I think, for me anyway, and people I work with, the best ally for learning is reading, reading books or listening to them if you prefer audio. So learn new books, learn new things, learn new skills. There's a book on everything you can possibly imagine. And then once you've learned this stuff, that's when you move to the growth zone. That's when you find your purpose, you live your dreams, you set new goals, you conquer your objectives. But when you're in the growth zone, because we've spent so long in the comfort zone, sometimes we've actually forgotten what our life purpose is. So through learning and perseverance, you will reach this zone. But in order to find out what your goals and your purposes are, ask yourself these three quick questions. What motivates you? What makes you jump out of bed in the morning to get on with your day? What are your natural gifts? What is it that keeps you in the flow? That actually you're so fascinated by that time just zips past in a dream and you've achieved so much and what do others see in you when you found what you love what you know how to do and what others are willing to pay you for all you have to do is target the union of those three sets to find your goal and see a gold mine of opportunities open up for you and by remaining humble persistent and mentally strong you'll be able to survive in this growth zone. You'll eventually set new goals and your wildest dreams will be within reach. So I hope that's been helpful and a bit inspiring. This is Ros Jones. And if you'd like to ask me any questions about anything you've heard today, please just feel free to get in touch. Please subscribe to my show and I look forward to having you on my show next time. Thank you. This has been your Ros Jones Bold Business Bits podcast show. If you'd like any further information about anything we've discussed today, please just get in touch. Go to businesscoachingyorkshire.co.uk. Please join me again next week when I'll be speaking with another phenomenal female business boss with Bold Business Bits. And remember to subscribe to my show. Thanks for listening.